The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Our number two, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can uh, get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. Add Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can uh, watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. You missed the first hour. A lot of college basketball. And a uh, little pervert Watson talk. <laughs> I mean, at, at the least we could say he's a pervert, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, that's why I said it theoretically. The or pants. he's just con- like habitually sore. Like he's just a workout monster. And he always needs massages. Mm. Yeah, okay. That just seems less likely. Yeah, all. you know, sometimes it just, you know, he just likes to be scrubbed on. I mean, that's that's his business. Um, I do have a hockey play for the people real quick. Hopefully we're going to bust out of our slump tonight, which... Uh, slump buster. Yes, it is. Uh, and I will give it out at 515. That way, if people want to, uh, the people who are not able to listen and always come back, 20 minutes. What was that pick again? What was that picking? It'll be a five fifteen. All right. When we come back from break. So, uh, and I feel pretty good about this one. Of course, I felt pretty good about last night. Too. <laughs> that didn't quite work out for me, but that's all right. Um, so somebody was asking like if the Panthers traded for him and something happened where he wound up getting a long suspension, could they back out of the trade? No, but what I think you will see out of a deal are is conditional draft picks. Yeah. Like I think they'll they'll give them right, like theoretically the, a first this year, a first next year, a second this year, and maybe another conditional first that if he doesn't get suspended before that pick three years down the road, uh, for more than X amount of games then the Texans would get that pick. But doesn't it feel like if you do that, if you're the Texans, doesn't it feel like you're you're just not going to get that pick? Because uh, don't you feel like he is yeah. going to get oh, suspended? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like you wouldn't get that pick, but... I'll be honest. Would, I'm two, first, where, would two firsts and a second not be fair right now? I think a first and a second would be fair right now. And, and you get the eighth overall pick. So, to me, you know, that that's your gamble end of it is... Why the hell is Walgreens calling? But yeah, I mean, there's certainly you can't feel good about if you're the if you're the Texans, you don't feel good about keeping him. Obviously, though, you you're now you're walking a line of what's the actual value for him versus what is the value that we're going to get because people are assuming I I'm and I'm assuming I don't know about you. We talked about this the other day, and the more this goes down, I, I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to play football this year. I. Wouldn't be shocked if that's the case. But again, you make a deal like that. You get him back next year. You're still talking about a 26-year-old guy with, you know, although I, I still think mentally if if this winds up 
being as bad as it looks, I, I don't know how he'll mentally recover. I don't either. I mean, that that's, uh, you know, I mean, it, although, again, it, it's easier when you're, when you're not smart. You can not think about things because, you know, thinking hurts. <laughs> but we'll see. Hey, uh, I want to sh- shout out to Glenn Davis last night. I was looking to s- listen to Soccer Matters on the way home. Boy, he does a good job with that. He stuff. does. He makes he makes me interested in soccer. And uh, they spent a whole the whole first part talking about U.S. not qualifying for the Olympics, and why not? And he broke it down really well. I actually cared about it briefly, but I sent him a text. the 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 pro The junior program should go study what the U.S. junior hockey program did. Because we sucked at hockey for years. And then they went and, and created this national program. All the guys play against each other. It's like a school. And now, guess 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 who beat Canada's ass in the juniors this year? And and does it fairly regularly, United States. So just just a little word to you, soccer. I do have I do have one one other hockey story I wanted to get to. Did you see have you seen what the Sabres are doing? No. The poor Buffalo Sabres have lost eighteen games in a row. And the worst one was the other night. They're up three, three to nothing going to the third period. They give up three goals to the Flyers and lose four to three. Oh, it's it's just, it's just brutal. It's almost fun to see how bad. Okay, here we go. Number of losses in a row for the Sabres versus number of Deshaun Watson defenders (laughs) since they're both at 18 right now. So I, I think we can have some fun with these prop bets. I think there's some things that, uh, yeah, you know, give, give us some extra betting action right now, right? Because we're about to be out on college basketball. That's a, yeah. big, that's a big loss because, you know, that's that's your big deal. And I've been playing like a fiend during the tournament. Uh, not going to play NBA. Not going to play baseball. Kind of leaves me with hockey and horses. So maybe Deshaun Watson prep, prop bets. There you go. I like it. Okay, here's a good number for you. Over under criminal cases filed. Let's take the jersey number four. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm having too much fun with this. I yeah. apologize. I apologize. Just, you know, I shouldn't make fun of a. Eric says, "What are the odds Miami got more for moving from uh, from San Francisco for the third pick than Houston will get for Watson?" I think it's almost certain. Yeah, yeah. At this point. Imagine being Miami, like a Miami Dolphin fan, and like you you get over on the other team in every trade. Like, what, can you guys imagine what that must feel like to be like on the right end of all these yeah. trades? Yeah. Can you imagine your heart stopping for a second when you saw Schefter tweet out the Dolphins have just agreed to trade Laramie Tunsil to the Texans, and then seeing what it brought yeah. in and went, oh, okay, now we're talking. I mean, yeah, you, and not only that, but then Laramie Tunsil got over on him because they didn't ha- they didn't have an extension worked out before he before the trade like a bunch of dopes. So basically, he had him bent over a barrel at that point. I, I mean, they they I'll say this: if the Dolphins don't do this, like if they don't end up winning in the next five years, they really blew it. Oh yeah, yeah, no question. Somebody asking how did Robert Kraft get away with it? Well, for one thing, it's not really the same thing. Um, in that at least some of the women that Deshaun was getting massages from were not down with it. What Robert Kraft did was what a lot of you guys do. You go to a rub and tug, 
You get done, you get out. Frankly, it's not that serious of offense. It's a misdemeanor unless it's an underage girl, and then you got a real problem. But yeah, it's not it's not the same thing. So yeah, somebody brought up the Sabers missed an empty net goal that would have given them a four two lead in the third. It's just like you you can't make this stuff up. It's just hilarious to me. Um, hey, this won't matter to you, but Rick and Morty season five, June twentieth. Can't wait. I think I saw a commercial for that last night. Oh yeah, it must have run during the game. Well, that, they're getting pretty big time if they're running commercials yeah. during the uh, the game. I, I tend, mean, it's on TBS, so yeah. I tend not to. I, I think TBS I, owns the uh, Adult Swim. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's probably why. So, yeah, so that uh, that'll be June twentieth. By then, I should have time to watch TV again. <laughs> that'll be the day. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to to get on that that thing you were telling me about on HBO Max. I just haven't had time. I mean, I've been so tied up with um, getting this, trying to get this thing launched, and working on some ad deals, which closed another one today. So I'm pretty stoked about that. And Sports Map Elite will be a profitable venture the day we launch, which I can't wait for. So, hey, um, curious if you if I told you the the MLB released their top twenty most popular uh, players by jersey sales. Yes, how many Astros would you think are on that list? Uh, in light of what's been happening, I'm gonna go with I'll set the number at one. That is correct. Okay, who is it? Altuve. It is. Yeah. Uh, I bet you there are at least four Yankees. Um, Aaron Judge at number six. Garrett Cole at number 14. Okay, so only two. Just two. Huh. There are... Four Dodgers, I bet. Four Dodgers, including three in the top five. Mookie Betts, number one. Cody Bellinger, number two. Clayton Kershaw, number five. Okay. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. is three. Bryce Harper is four. Francisco Lindor is eight. Uh, Mike Trout, the best player, is ten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the other, oh, the other Dodger, Corey Seager, is 13. So, uh, and then uh, Pete Alonzo rounds out the top 20, the polar bear. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, there are four times four times as many Dodgers as there are Astros on the uh, the the biggest selling jerseys list. I feel like if we'd done this poll three four years ago, Astros would have been in good shape. And of course, the first comment is, "Who's the losers buying this cheater Jose Altuve jerseys?" Come on, come on. Oh boy. Uh, you know what? Can well, no, that it's never going to end. The 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 turds out there are always going to bring that up, no matter what you say. It will. And I also speaking of baseball, the uh, the odds, the odds say that uh, the playoff teams, at least these are the playoff projections by win total: Yankees, White Sox, Astros, Blue Jays, Twins in the AL. Okay. Uh, Braves, Cardinals, Dodgers, Mets, Padres in the NL. The World Series odds for your Astros, 22 to 1. 
Does that seem like there's value? For for reference, the Yankees are plus five fifty. Uh, I think there's value in that. I I'd feel a lot better if if Jeff Luno were still here because if we got to the trade deadline and they needed a stud pitcher, I'd feel better that he would get him one. Your Blue Jays also twenty two to one. Yeah, I I think they're a couple pieces away. Um, I, I think they're going to be really good, and I think they're a playoff team, but they're more like twenty fifteen Astros in my opinion. Uh, what do you think the win total is for the Dodgers this year? Probably something ridiculous. Like, uh, I'm going to say 99. How about 104? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'll take under on <laughs> their, that. Actually. Their World Series odds plus 350. That's I think value in that. You think there is value in that? Yeah. I it, mean, I, I I think yeah. Now, especially now that they've won. The uh the actually the the second best odds in the NL for the World Series is in their own division. It's San Diego plus yeah. eight hundred. So that doesn't surprise me. Uh, Astros win total eighty eight and a half. Mm, kind of feels under to me. Feels well. I don't know. It feels about right. Actually, yeah, it does feel about yeah. right to me. It's interesting. I don't know, and it's funny that the you know the we we kind of forget the Astros didn't win the division last year. Right. You know, and the A's not projected to do much, I guess. Uh, but yeah. It's yeah a, is there anybody in this division that you, yeah. and, and I, I'll say it because I say it every year. I kind of feel like the angels might finally be good. They should for that money. And they won't be. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to tell you what's going what are you doing on Easter, Fred? You have like a tradition? Mm, not so much, no. Well, then good for you. Guess what you can do? Go to the Rockets game. You know why? Zion is going to be in town. Zion Williamson going to be in town for the Easter Sunday Rockets matchup. And if you're looking for something exciting to do with the family, after all, after you find all the eggs and you eat all the candy and you make yourself sick and you eat a ham... Uh, well, good. Now you can go watch the Rockets game with the whole family. That's Sunday night, seven o'clock for as low as 99 bucks. You can get four tickets, four dogs and four drinks for a fun, safe night out in Houston. And that includes beer, wine, soda, or water. The Rockets will also be having an Easter egg hunt for the kitties from six to 7 PM with great prizes in each egg should be a lot of fun. The Rockets family, family pack ticket special you don't want to miss it. Once again, four tickets, four hot dogs, four drinks for just as low as $99. Grab your Rockets tickets today at Rockets.com. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN's your number. 713-780-3776. What are the odds Wednesday? And, uh... I you saw this, but the NFL is uh, likely to play games in Germany and South America this year. About damn time. I, I don't, I'm not crazy about 
going to Brazil for a game, but I wouldn't mind going to Germany for one. I, w- I wouldn't mind that either. That wouldn't suck. Did they say Brazil specifically? Uh, yeah, I think they mentioned Brazil. Okay. Which they want to expand the international thing, which makes sense now that you're going to play 17 games. Yep. Uh, I, and there's t- like a rotation. Every eight years, a team's going to get an international game. I, I yeah, I think that's what it is. So it's pretty good. Yeah, and I mean, I'm our I'm, show won't be on in eight years. No, God, no. But <laughs> we at least we had that one trip. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. But that, that it doesn't mean that even though there's no show, can't take a trip to Germany. That's true. I'm pretty sure Eric would be in. You know, go and do the beer thing and go go see the game. That'd be fun. But um. Yeah, the the I, I now they're saying this year. I I still wonder because of the the Rona and how some places like France, some other countries are yeah. not even near like as as open as we are. Like France, we're not all the way open, but some countries are way more locked down. Uh, France is back on on lockdown. Apparently, you can't even travel domestically. So it, it's it, you know it's kind of hard to believe that you know, we we've, we've kind of come a long way here. Yeah. Asymmetric says, "How long will Fred's hair be in eight years?" Uh, I, you know what? I'm at some point. Don't say you're going to cut it. I, I am going to. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for one thing to happen. When it does, plus I'm going to have to go down to Costa Rica and do all these business meetings, and I, I can't look like Lebowski. So, uh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to cut it. But, yeah. Oh, I promise you guys a hockey play. Don't let me forget. How about? Calgary, Vancouver, and I'm giving, to, I'm giving you this before I bet it, okay, because it's going to move when I bet it. Yeah, I don't know if you should do that because yesterday you gave it out early and, it, and then it lost. It, it did lose. Maybe punch it in and then give it out. No, I'm going to uh, – because I want the people to get five and a half goals. Okay. Over five and a half. Uh, here's uh, basically Thatcher Demko starting in goal for the Canucks. Canucks. He's giving up uh, – 2.8 goals a game. And Jacob Markstrom is going for Calgary. He's giving up almost three goals a game. And both these teams are capable of scoring. I think you're looking at a seven-goal game. Five and a half is the number. We get off the we get off the losing streak right here. I feel you can move on this game as if it's going to be played tonight. <laughs> you know who I like? Who? Philip Grubauer from the Avalanche. He's my best player on my fantasy team. Boy, my fantasy team, which was like number one in the league until all of a sudden COVID started hitting my goalies, I I might I might not make the playoffs. Really? Yeah, I'm. I'm You're still in second place in our division, Fred. You're good. I, I'm, I'm. I mean, but th- my guys are terrible. Uh, I've I've got like six goalies on my roster because they won't put them on the IR, and it, it, none of my guys are scoring. I lost like seven to two last week. I'm an embarrassment. My team is an embarrassment. And, you know, I, I, I've done my part. I've continued to try to turn the roster over. And these little bitches won't do anything for me. Sorry. And I, I need my damn good goalies back so I can get rid of all these McKenzie Blackwoods and Jake Ottingers that I have on my rosters and Malcolm Subban. And I, I need my guys back. And my rating has plummeted, by the way. You know, it has level platinum. Yeah, I'm, I'm down like 18 points. Sorry, friend. It's like the Casario scale. So, uh, somebody said Japan on lockdown too. Had to cancel my trip next month. Damn. Um, 
especially my wife is German. She still holds her passport. She can go home, but I can't. Yeah, the 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 wife can go back to Canada. I can't. I can't go. And if I do, I have to like stay in a hotel for a week. Even though, even though I've got the shot. But yeah, it's it's, and, and I mean I, I'm hopeful by like June or July it'll be better. But didn't we think it'd be better by now? We did around the around the world. So. Yeah, Fred just got to coach better and play better. You're right. It's yeah, true. Yeah. Got to coach do better. better. Got to play better. Oh, boy. So, asymmetric said Fred loves over five and a half. Actually, most of my unders have been under five and a half this year. Because uh, when the number's that low, people tend to bet the over. Like last Yesterday and today might be the first over five and a half I've bet all year, as a matter of fact. Because there has to be, I mean, there really does have to be a lot for me to do it um yeah I, I someone mentioned on twitter that i said i was going to talk about this yesterday j off 288 uh said i i said i was going to mention something about the texas coaching search um and uh i have a, a buddy who is a red raider who uh told me that that chris beard was in austin uh i guess this was on monday or tuesday and we'd kind of discuss it. A guy, a guy I know in Austin confirmed that to me. And, you know, maybe he's just there for a vacation. I don't know. <laughs> it seems like interesting timing. But I, I think that uh, for, from what I've heard, they, the AD at Texas has reached out to the AD at Tech and said they are going to pursue him. And... Um, my guess all along was if we hear anything about it, it will be after today because after today his buyout drops, it's basically right. cut in half. Right. So I, I would expect if, if there is smoke or if there is fire with that smoke, I would expect to, uh, to hear about it probably tomorrow or, or Friday. So, and if I'll say this, if Chris Beard isn't planning on, Considering the Texas job, really bad timing for a trip to Austin because all that's doing is freaking Texas Tech fan out. Uh, but I don't know. It, 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 I I understand it's a it's a tough decision. And I the only reason I think it's a decision for him is because Texas is his alma mater. Like if if he wasn't a Texas alum, I I don't think I don't think he would look at the Texas job as a better job right now. But because he is, I think that that might be the uh, that might be the spot. So, and if they don't get him, it, the the more and more I'm hearing is if 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 Beard passes, it's almost a lock to be Royal Ivy. Interesting. Yep. Um. Yeah, I I think uh, obviously if you can get Beard, that's that's a guy you want. And I mean, that's a guy with a proven track record, and you know he knows Texas too, which is important because it it isn't as easy as you think it should be there. But uh, yeah, I mean that would that would be a great hire for them. And if not, then then you gamble a little bit. And I'm I'm good with either way. One, obviously, if I'm a Texas guy, I definitely definitely want Beard. You know what's interesting? I didn't realize that Beard and Kelvin Sampson were such good friends. Yeah, they're really close. In fact, when they played the game this year, neither one of them wanted to play it. <laughs> but uh, you know, they both needed a game when it was early on, and nobody could. You know, we're still going through all the Rona stuff, but uh, it's kind of kind of interesting now how how often they talk. So I'm pretty sure Kelvin's calling him for some advice this week on how to deal with the Final Four. 
But I uh, guess he's calling him in Austin. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> All right. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Jason says maybe he went camping in Austin. That's that's possible, I yeah, suppose. There's a lot of good campsites there. Yeah. Maybe uh, he just wanted some tacos or something. I don't know. Maybe he just wanted to go to Franklin's. I, I, Could be. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's friends with Joe Rogan. We just don't know about Could it. Could be. Yeah, you guys are just speculating. Chris Beard and Joe Rogan would be an odd pair, I would say. That would be very odd. <laughs> all right. Uh, if, if he's looking for a new house, though, he's going to want these all-state windows in it. I can tell you that. If he gets that house on Lake Austin, he's going he's gonna to want to make sure that it's got good quality windows in it so he, the views can be nice. Uh, all-state windows and siding, fantastic windows, fantastic product, fantastic service, and fantastic prices. 25% off all window packages right off the top just because you're a listener of our program. Uh, you can get a a military discount, first responder discount, cash discount. So many discounts. They want you to buy these windows. They're basically giving them away. And the great thing is 40% I've been saving on my electric bills since I put these bad boys in the house. 40%. That could be you. On top of that, they look amazing. Uh, my wife was able to custom design, custom design what the windows looked like. They custom built them, and they they fit like a glove. Uh, guys, you you want you want the best rate? You call Allstate eight three two two zero four nineteen thirty six. That's eight three two two zero four nineteen thirty six, or AllstateSidingAndWindows dot com. That. To call into the HRP listener line, dial 713 780 ESPN. The Affordable Care Act continues to be a complex regulation, and employers must comply. Visit hrp.net for help. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. And uh, Mr. Hoffman has gotten us a big guest. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited uh, to, to welcome to the show Big John McCarthy, John, do we have you there? Yeah, what's happening, guys? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm doing well myself. Uh, the, the Bellator is on Showtime now, and the first event is going to be Bellator 255, uh, and it is it's it, it's a banger, as the uh, as the kids say. Uh, the the featherweight Grand Prix with Patricio. Pitbull and Emmanuel Sanchez to uh, what? Tell, tell us about the you know what what you think the differences will be now that th- that these are on Showtime. Like, are, are, do you expect things to mostly be the same on a different channel, or is Showtime trying to uh, to to up the the quality of the broadcast even? Oh, there's no doubt that Showtime wants to up the quality. They're, uh they bring a presence just in the combat sports realm with you know their, their showbots and everything they've done over the years with huge pay-per-view events and things like that. So, yeah, being part of Showtime is a big step up for Bellator. It's a big step up for all the fighters that are uh, under contract. They now know they have a home. They know where people can go. So 
It's just a matter of getting people to see the product, to be able to see exactly how good these fighters are. Guys like Pitbull against Sanchez, you know, that's the semifinals for the Featherweight Grand Prix. And you got the other guys sitting there already in the finals. A.J. McKee, who's undefeated in his career, you know, was ranked number one for, you know, 25 and under fighters by ESPN. He's incredible. So <laughs> whoever gets the victory on Friday, they now have another fight to look at to win that featherweight Grand Prix against a guy that's pretty dang good. You know, it's 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 it at least seems weird to me that uh, that they have the champion in this Grand Prix. It seemed like you know they'd have the champion fight the winner of the Grand Prix. Uh, I, I only say that because I feel like Sanchez is is obviously a a, a scary opponent, but this Pitbull McKee fight, if it were to happen would be massive for, for Bellator. And it, it almost seems like they're they're taking a risk here by putting Pitbull in, in another fight before they get to it. Well, they're taking a risk the entire Grand Prix. It's one of the things that I love that Bellator did is they do put their champion in there because it makes it more exciting. It's not that he's just sitting there on the outside waiting. He's being active, and he is in fights. That's why every fight within the Grand Prix is a five-round fight. Since he has to fight a five-round fight, everyone else has to fight the five-round fight. And on top of that, they gave the freedom to the fighters because if you look at this featherweight Grand Prix, they had 16 fighters to start it off, and the matchmakers matched them up. But once they fought that first fight, now you were down to the eight, and those eight got to pick not only either their opponent, you know, based upon what number they pulled, they could, they could pick a place, or a time that they wanted to fight, they were in complete control. The promoter was not in control at all. And if you look and say, man, did Bellator luck out? Yeah, they lucked out. The guys that they would want to see coming into the finals, Sanchez, the champion in Pitbull, and A.J. McKee, those are the ones that you look and say, that's what's going to, you know, that's what I would predict or want to have happen if I could make it happen. Well, it's basically happened now. It's just a question of, Will it be Pitbull or will it be Sanchez? These guys, particularly Patricio Pitbull, is maybe he. You could argue he's he's the best fighter outside of the UFC in the whole world. And Michael Chandler just showed. I mean, he showed up to the UFC and just started smacking guys around right away. He's got a title shot. People don't understand the quality of the fighter that Bellator has, particularly at the top of their roster. For people who haven't seen Pitbull. I mean, how would you describe what what he is and how, how good he's actually gotten? Well, I, I would tell you that I think that, uh, you know, you said it close to being right. Is he, is he the best fighter outside of the UFC? Definitely. He might even be the best fighter within the UFC as far as the featherweight division. I truly believe in it. And I've been everywhere, and I've seen fighters from all over the world. You know when you're with the guys, you go, this guy's one of the best fighters in the world. This guy's another one of the best fighters in the world in their weight class. And if you took Alexander Volkanovsky, who's a great fighter, I love him. I think he's fantastic. He's the champion right now in the featherweight division of the UFC. And you put him and Pitbull in a fight together, I'm being honest, and I'm not being a homer, and I know that you know, that's, you know, I work for Bellator, so I'm going to say something. Right now I would say that although people would think that Volkanovsky would be the favorite, I would make Pitbull the favorite in that fight based upon what they do. He has more ways of ending the fight than Volkanovski does. And so that, that's usually what tells me, ah, this is the guy that has a better chance of winning the fight. So he can fight with anybody anywhere. And if, if you took their champion and put him against 
you know, Pitbull as Bellator champion. I honestly believe Pitbull is the favorite in that fight. And you could take and look at other, you know, you can match fighters up. But, you know, Matt Holloway is an incredible fighter. I love him out of Hawaii. He's lost twice, you know, even though I thought he won the second fight against Volkanovski. He's lost twice to Volkanovski. But I think he would be a harder fight for Pitbull if you match them up. And then you could take Emmanuel Sanchez. He's very much like Matt Holloway or A.J. McKee. You know, if I was going to put someone in Bellator to beat Max Holloway, it would be A.J. McKee. So everything's about who you match and how you match them. I could take fighters out of the UFC and put them against Bellator fighters and match them up favoring the, U- the UFC to win those fights, or I could do it in reverse and favoring the Bellator fighters to win those fights. How have you, uh, how have you like, accepted the transition into broadcaster from, from referee? Do you miss being inside the cage during these things? I will always miss being inside the cage. And being inside the cage, you're the guy in control. You're the guy that, you know, you you know what needs to happen. When bad things happen and you have to make a decision, you know which direction you want to go. You're the one. You know, anybody can sit there and go by the letter of the rule, the black and white that's written in a in a in a manual. It's the guy that lives within the gray. That's the guy that's good. That's the guy that understands how to take and, and make this thing right, not only for the fighters, not only for the fans, but for the promoter and for the sport. Because you have to deal with all of those things when you're the official in there. And you can make a decision that, yeah, you know, by the letter of the law, you can do that. But it's not a good thing for anybody what you're doing. So you got to be smart about how you handle it. It seems like nearly every big card now there's a referee who either stops a fight too early or waits too long to stop a fight. And we've seen examples of both recently in big fights. Uh, do you feel bad for these refs like when they when they're starting to get drugged through the mud on Twitter? Do you go like, "Oh man, I I know what they I know what they're feeling." Or do you ever watch those fights and go, "Oh my god, what is he doing?" <laughs> well, I watch all the fights. <laughs> you know, there's times where I look and I go, Oh man, he just stepped in it. You know, and that's, it's going to happen. They're, they're human and you're going to make mistakes. And everything is about, as an official, it's, it's understanding the situation that you're in, you know, and having something happen similar and figuring out a way to make it smooth, how to handle it the right way. And when you haven't had that experience, that's what, that's what, you know, basically changes the levels of one guy to the next. Fans are going to like people based upon looks based upon sound, based upon silly things. What separates officials, but the officials know, and they know, hey, this is the guy, he knows how, if something happens, this is the guy who knows the answer. And that's what you're looking for as your best officials. Uh, obviously, this is the, the first event on Showtime. I think it's the first of three straight weeks of Bellator on Showtime. Uh, what, what, what do viewers have to look forward to in the next couple weeks? I will tell you right now that what we've got going on in you know the next three weeks, April second, April ninth, April sixteenth, is nonstop great fights. And I I am not just saying that. I could not believe when I saw the fight cards. I actually texted the matchmaker and said, "God dang, way to go, dude! This is fantastic." Now a couple of those have fallen off, but they've held on to most of them. It's also the start. You know, of the light heavyweight Grand Prix on August 9th. Excuse me, April 9th. When I say August, April 9th is the start of the light heavyweight Grand Prix. You know, Bellator's uh, light heavyweight uh, division is stacked. 
You've got eight guys vying for that title. You've got the champion in Nemkov. He will be in the tournament. You have Corey Anderson. You've got Phil Davis, who's taking on Nemkov. You've got Ryan Bader, Leota Machida, Anthony Rumble Johnson, you know, Yoel Romero, Yagashimurov. They are stacked. And each fight, you look at you know, the matchups, man, I don't know who's going to win what, but it's just an incredible light heavyweight tournament that's starting up. And so that's going to be taking place on the 9th, on the 16th, and then again on May 7th there'll be more. So it's uh, what's happening with Showtime and what Bellator is putting out as a product is going to be just incredible. And if you are uh, not a Showtime subscriber, guess what? doesn't matter this time on Friday. Uh, you can watch the card for free. Uh, you can watch it on streaming services, online platforms, uh, Hulu, wh- whatever you got. You can watch it there. And then if you if you like what you see with Bellator, you, you may want to get into that Showtime. You may want to subscribe. Uh, just say uh, it, there sh- it should be a fantastic night of fights uh, on Friday night. Big John, appreciate you taking the time, man, and, uh, and enjoy the show on Friday. Uh, I will definitely be enjoying the show, and thank you for having me on, guys. I hope you're doing good, and I'll see you later. All right, that's Big John McCarthy. Always good to hear from him. Pretty cool. Yeah, uh, so if you are if you don't have Showtime, that's all right. It's free on Friday. Free. Go watch it. It should be a really good good card. And this Patricio Pitbull, I, and I'm not talking about, like, by weight class. I'm talking about he is the best. He's probably the best fighter in the world outside of the UFC, so... Uh, Michael Chandler, who's fighting for a UFC title here in Houston next month, got beat up by Patricio Pitbull. So that that tells you what what we're uh, what we're dealing with here. So fun card, and uh, and like I said, free on Showtime this time around. Really enjoyed that. That's a sharp dude, man. Oh yeah, good interview. All right, I have to tell you about my man, Doctor Linville, and everybody likes to make fun of my long hair, but you know what? I love having long hair. I love having hair again, and it's all because of Doctor Linville. And I've had a couple of friends now go and get it done as well. And they're going to tell you the same thing. This is not some gimmick. This isn't some hair plugs or some fake stuff. This is your own hair. And this is a, a relatively new procedure. What, what they do is they take the hair off the back of your head and put it to where you're bald, which in my case was all over the top. 2,451 follicles they moved. And the hair on the back of your head always grows. So when they move it, it's going to continue to grow. And it's grown out wonderfully. And it's just been a great experience for me. I love having hair again. Love, love looking like Lebowski. And uh, it's all thanks to Dr. Linville. And the cool thing is you can get a free consultation if you go to 975hair.com. And once you talk to him, take a look at his hair because he had it done and his hair looks fantastic. He can do the same for you. So uh, 975hair.com, free consultation. Talk to Dr. Linville. Get your hair back today. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Lamont asked something, Fred, in your lifetime as a Coug, is this the first time they were an underdog in the Final Four, specifically talking 82-83? 
Uh, no, eighty-two. They were dogs against North Carolina in the semifinal, uh, which they lost. And eighty-three, they were dogs to Louisville in the semifinal, which they won. And then in eighty-four, they were dogs to Georgetown in the final, and they lost that one. So, nope, they've yeah. That that's the thing. The only the only team that was ever favored to win was the eighty-three team after they beat Louisville, who they were not favored to beat. And that game, that was a 99-91 game, which is one of the best games I've ever seen, up and down. And that wore them out. And that's, th- those guys were gassed when they played North Carolina. So I was really hoping for Michigan because in, in my dream scenario, UH upsets, upsets Baylor and Michigan and Gonzaga play six overtimes. And whoever's best player scores a winning basket and Chris Paul's it and pulls the hammy. And then UH would have a chance, but that's never going to happen because, you know, those, uh, uh, man, before we get to the gym of the day, can I, I'm really starting to think that humanity is done. Oh, and, for sure. And that we should just move on from it. Let's do it. Last night I was driving. You know, I, I Usually the wife, I have to pick her up from work because she winds up working ridiculous hours. So I'm driving downtown. And apparently, by the way, there is no Rona at Discovery Green because the whole world is there. Hell yeah. Uh, which, hey, fine, whatever. They say Discovery Green's a new Beaumont. Uh, or, you know, it could be. Or the new Switzerland. Was it Switzerland or Sweden that just blew it off? That was one of those guys. I don't know. Sweden. Okay, yeah, Sweden. Yeah. Sweden with, with the hot chicks, that's why. But uh, I see, you know, these scooters are a real mess down there, right? And everybody's everybody's riding them. I saw what looked like a fat guy going really fast on a scooter around a lot of traffic and around a lot of cars. And I look a little closer and no, he's got a baby sling on him with an infant that can't be more than, I mean, three, four months old. And he's zipping around downtown on a scooter. Not wise. And guys. my first thought was, well, I can't get my phone out cause I'm driving. Cause I'd love to get a picture of that. My second thought is, okay, you know what? There are people in this world that are too dumb to exist. Definitely too dumb to reproduce. Yeah. I mean, and I just like that poor kid. What the hell? Anyway. All right, let's get on to the Zadog Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadog Jeweler Gym of the Day. Uh, you know what would probably suck? Getting stabbed. I hate getting stabbed. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't want to get shot, but after that, I really don't want to get stabbed. Yeah. Actually, I don't want to be killed in, you know, in an unnatural way. I just want to die in my sleep like a nice guy. But uh, a guy named Kent Ryan Tomeo, 36 years old, was heading home from work in Kidawapawan City in the Philippines in January last year. It's my favorite Filipino city, honestly. Kidawapawan. Kidawapawan. Yeah, I wish you could. I don't don't. know the language. No, I I don't speak. I I forgive you. Manny, Manny Pacquiao would say it right. But uh, January last year, he was uh, targeted while he was headed home, attacked by a guy with a knife. Hospital medics allegedly sewed up his wound and gave him painkillers. Fourteen months later, he underwent an x-ray for a pre-employment medical test. The knife was still inside him. Oh, It showed the knife was just inches from piercing his lungs. Oh, boy. It's too bad lawyer Dave doesn't do business in the Philippines, right? Shame. Uh, he said, I always wondered why I felt pain in my chest when the weather was cold, but I had no idea there was a knife there. The pain was never bad enough to go see a doctor. I just waited for the pain to pass. Now I'm relieved to know 
the real problem. And uh, there, there's an x-ray of it. You can see the knife right there. Jeez. Pretty big knife. So, I, you know, it makes me wonder. And it makes me wonder. Why, why does a doctor it knows you've been stabbed and leaves the blade in there? Yeah. We ought to ask Dr. Intern because he's, he's a doctor. He is a doctor. Yeah. Anyway, that's your Zadok Jewelers Gem of the Day. The gem of the day. It's the gem of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gem of the day. All right. Rain Man says anti-procreation laws are coming. Probably. Yeah, you know it would be a good idea? Just, I'm just going to... I had a couple good ideas this week. One was with that stupid ship in the uh, canal that, you know, they were spending all this money to get it out of there. You know what we should have done, okay? We're not using a lot of cruise missiles right now or B-52s and mother of all bombs. We're not really using them right now, right? You know what would be fun? Get everything off the ship, all the people, and then let the military hit it with everything just to see what's the most effective. Put it on pay-per-view because who wouldn't pay for that? I would pay to see that thing get blown up. And then take the pay-per-view money to buy a new ship. Yeah. I, good idea, right? Yeah. yeah. My other good idea is that I think everybody should take 20 years off from producing babies. I'd be good with that. That, that would stop I'm overcrowding. I'm not making it anymore. Oh, me either. Yeah, I've done my two. But uh, if everybody would just take 20 years off, population would kind of come around a little bit. And... You know what? We get rid of uh, all, all. Basically, it's a whole generation of people who had to live through the Rona. It gives us a chance to kind of move on. Okay. So, if everyone would just agree to that, if you're already pregnant, that's cool. You know. But I, I really like the idea of bombing that damn ship. That would have been so much that fun. Been more fun. Yeah. Wouldn't? Wouldn't? I mean, I honestly, that's better than. And I know Aaron is kind of a geek for rocket launches like I am. That would be better than a rocket launch. And a chance to show off some new uh, some new military hardware. You know, I, I'm, I'm thinking if they got that Tony Stark Jericho bomb, that would be pretty cool. And just blow the thing to smithereens. I don't think that was going to happen. I don't know what was on oh, that well, shit. Do we I, know what was on that shit? I'm not sure it was on it. I just know that it was. Uh, it, it's huge and it was really expensive. That's why the pay-per-view. I think we get enough money off the pay-per-view to buy those people a new ship. Even though it's their fault. You know, I, I, I don't want to see them lose money on the deal. So, yeah. Uh, get enough money to buy them a new ship. And the rest goes to pay for all the, the stuff they had to do in the canal. And then if there's anything left over, we give it to charity. Or buy some new bombs for the U.S. military. Right. Although I'm, I'm pretty sure we have more than enough. I mean, I, I, I don't know for sure, but I, I think we could spare a few bombs, a few missiles. I, and, and I'd like to see them show off some new stuff. I mean, I'm, listen, if you didn't sit there and watch the Iraq bombings on that green screen and say, whoa, that was kind of interesting, you're lying. I did. This one, you're not killing people. You're just blowing up a ship. So, oh, 713-780-ESPN. I want to, in the next segment, 
What, oh, is Lance coming in at six? Yes. Okay. What I, do you want to do in the segment after that? I want to get into this J.J. Reddick thing. Okay. It's a fascinating story to me, and watching the way the internet has reacted to, like everybody's on one side or the other, it, it's and it's really kind of split, which is it makes it interesting to me. I want to get what which side you're on. Okay. I, I want to see what you uh, what you think of this thing. Oh, there's a commercial for Red Bull Leipzig. That's supposed to be your German team. That it, it is my German team, honestly. Uh, Rainman says without ammo on board a ship that size could take an insane amount of damage. Just being a nerd, that's why I'm dropping everything on it. Uh, I mean, but then you might you damage the environment. Like, no, no. It's, it, how do you damage the environment? You're just blowing up a damn ship. Plus, how much do In those water cost the American taxpayer? You you take all the you, you take all the fuel out of it. Everything. You know, yeah, there'll be some metal in the water. Well, guess what you do? You clean that up. You spend a little money on cleanup from your pay-per-view numbers. So, <laughs> we'll say just let SpaceX test another rocket. Oh, that's mean. All right, I got to tell you guys about my good friends over at Carbach. Uh, you already know about Carbach. You know about all the great beers. You know about the Love Street, the Crawford Bach, the Hopadillo, the, the Light Circus Hazy IPA. So many great beers. You may not know about the Ranch Water yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Uh, they're in the seltzer game, the hard seltzer game. They've got four flavors, agave, lime, Meyer, lemon, watermelon, and prickly pear. And they are all delicious uh, you can get yourself a mix pack and try them all out if you want. Uh, or you can go down to the restaurant slash brewery and try some there for yourself. But while you're there, you might as well have a great meal. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Not bar food. I, I mean, they've got steaks. They've got salads. They, I, I mean, they've charcuterie boards. It is just great, great food uh, and just a great dining experience. So go check it out. And again, they'll have some beers there that you won't be able to find anywhere else but right there at Carbach. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, see what's going on at the brewery and at the uh, at the restaurant, all those things. But when you're out and about, make sure you grab yourself some Carbach. ESPN 97.5.